Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ah, uh, yes. Welcome to the We Got the Chocolates podcast. It's the sports podcast for the non-professionals. If you tried really hard to be good at sport, but never quite nailed it, you're in good company. Check out these less than marvellous bits coming up. Well, that boosts my self-esteem, because I haven't found many people with worse first-grade statistics than I've got, so thanks for that. You just found one. (laughs) (laughs) This has been a bit of built-up anger for me over a long time, so I'm happy to actually get it out of me. Yeah, yeah, you had those just ready to roll (laughs) off the tongue. (laughs) It was like it was (laughs) pre-planned. I'm with you, Harry. I'll be backing in the new Justin Bieber album. It's a belter. <laughs> oh, how good is it? That's what I'm listening to, just on repeat. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sort of starting to wonder whether you were hoping that I did pretty poorly this year in the Big Bash just so that I'd get dropped in. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want the honest answer? Or? <laughs> and now over to Lee, Sam and Mitch with the marvellous... We Got The Chocolates podcast. All right. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of the We Got The Chocolates podcast. I'm Lee. I'm Mitch. You are listening to episode 83 of the We Got The Chocolates podcast. It's called We Got The Chocolate Skin just because it is a saying for winning. Yeah, yeah, in sport, and people struggle to believe that when they when they talk to me about it, especially people that don't know much about sport. But I've heard it coming up plenty. Like well, I don't know if it's a coincidence, but a lot more recently, just in in professional sports and in, mm. in interviews post game and things like that. I saw Chris Lynn said it a little while ago, and then who was it? Who was it recently? There was someone. Was it a Raiders player? Joe Danaher. Joe Dunham at the Lions, so yeah. Well, yeah. Big, Big listener, moved to Brisbane, started yeah. listening to the podcast. Yeah, so it's really listen. catching on. It <laughs> is. And actually quite a few people, Skin, are tagging us on Instagram in their stories where they have won, where at the end of cricket season for a lot of people, any time yeah. that they've won or a touch competition at Nationals as well, a few people, nice. just bang, trophy there, and tag, we got the chocolates. Thank you very much. Makes sense. Get us involved in that, and we'll put it in the highlights section of our Instagram profile as well. I like it. Now, Skin, today, uh, episode 83, we have an interview. Well, it's a chat with a guest, I would say. It is a 21-year-old rugby union player, product of Gregory Terrace High School, actually, here in in Brisbane, Skin. Yeah, yeah, plenty of people know know about that one. Mm. You're outside of Brisbane. GPS school, Skin. (laughs) Pretty widespread, their fame. Yeah, yeah, no, fair enough. I would say it's more well-known for its uh, cricket, which which he obviously did quite well at GPS. Well, it is cricket as well. A couple of records um, there, I But think. ended up being a, a, a rather good rugby union player. He played for the Australian Schoolboys, um, then was Queensland under-19s player of the year in 2018. He played for the Junior Wallabies at the World Rugby under-20s in 2019. Made his Super Rugby debut for the Reds in 2020. Um, and obviously 
did something right, impressed someone because he made his debut for the Wallabies later that year, 2020. Rapid rise, wasn't it? Very quick rise. So I played for the Wallabies last year against New Zealand, I believe he debuted. And yeah, now we get have the pleasure of having a chat to him. Who is it? Oh, oh yeah, of course. Good. You probably need to know that. Don't you? <laughs> <laughs> Harry Wilson. It is, of course, Harry Wilson. <laughs> Harry Wilson, it is indeed. Now, guys, uh, Taz is not with us in the studio tonight. He is down in Sydney, uh, so we've had to Zoom call him in. He's in Sydney because we needed to get away from Brisbane, didn't he, to avoid yeah. the lockdown situation. Correct. Um, yeah, but he's, he hasn't been playing down there. He's, uh, he's injured himself. He's still recovering from that. Was it a quad injury? I think he... Mm, it was a quad injury. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's been surfing the last couple of days, so I think he might be well on the mend. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what I was going to say. Is I think his recovery should be going along quite well in theory because he'd have the help of Al- Alchemy Cordial's uh, Golden Turmeric Elixir, which, I mean, we've spoken about at length on the podcast before. It's got plenty of anti-inflammatory health benefits that should, should help in a recovery like that. That's right, Skin, and it's available in original and unsweetened flavour as well mm-hmm. uh, for only about 18 bucks a bottle, I believe. So I would definitely get around the original flavour. That's what I go to due to the fact that we've actually spoken quite a bit about the pepper sort of aftertaste that you get, Skin. Yeah. But I'm more impressed by the original sort of cinnamon taste when it first hits your lips. Have you tasted that? No? Uh, Looking at me strange. I haven't noticed that. No. I might. I, I trust you. I'll have to go. But I'll go double check. I'll make myself another one. Um, it's the first time you said you trust me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I'm not calling you a liar. I just haven't noticed it. So I'll, 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 I'll check that. All right. Well, um, you go make yourself another one. And also, if you guys want to get yourselves one you can do that by visiting the website alchemycordials.com.au skin correct and if you just you know get to the checkout and use the code wgtc10 for 10 percent off let's get straight into it guys harry wilson joins us i hope harry have we got you there yeah yep um harry i was just gonna start by asking how you're going at the moment yeah where, where are you at and stuff you i think you, you just played in melbourne didn't you have you have you made it back to brisbane or did you get sort of impacted by that whole lockdown thing last week yeah no so just just got back to brizzy we um luckily enough to spend last week in Coogee because of the lockdown so okay. it was um could have been in worse places that's for sure so <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> yeah we're in Coogee the thursday and then to melbourne and yeah now back to brizzy on sunday okay perfect and was it a bit were – you, were you a bit unsure about what was going on there, Harry? Because I saw on the Queensland Reds Instagram page, they sort of posted a, a video of you guys getting told, hey, you will actually be allowed to go back to Brisbane. Everyone seemed pretty thrilled about it. So were you a bit were you a bit unsure of what was going to go down there? Yeah, look, we're pretty worried there because Melbourne Rebels last year, uh, the same thing happened to them. They were on the road for about six months. So, um, yeah, we're pretty worried because we were already in Sydney – like before all the, the um, COVID case happened. So I had about two pairs of undies, <laughs> uh, one pair of sh- – I had absolutely no clothes. So it was a very uh, disgusting week of clothes-wise. But, yeah, right. and I was pretty stoked when we come back home. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, even us here, we're, uh, we're down in Wollongong near Sydney at the moment and um, we're just hoping that WA doesn't jump us on the, uh, the shield or one day ladder because then we'll have to go to WA and they're still not letting in Brisbane, people from Brisbane, so we won't be allowed to go home in the meantime. But, but uh, Harry, look, the, the Reds are flying this year, six from six. Um, most recently beat the Melbourne Rene- uh, Rebels, um, 44-19. Not yeah, not the Renegades, not the Renegades. Um, but, yeah, six straight wins, so pretty good sign for Queensland Reds supporters there. Yeah, no, it's been a good start to the year. Obviously, um, yeah, it was a pretty tough win on the weekend against, against the Rebels, but... Yeah, we've we've got a pretty strong team this year, so it's good to to actually have a few wins because it's been about ten years of failure for Queensland rugby. So no, nah, it's been been a good start so far. 
Yeah, absolutely. Then the great thing too, Harry, is that being with the Queensland Reds, I think Queensland would be the greatest state at jumping on the bandwagon whenever we've got a sporting <laughs> team that's going well. So you guys play a grand final, there'll be 50,000 people at Suncorp. <laughs> yeah. Uh, geez, the wizard is. I'm, I'm the biggest bandwagon supporter there is too. So I know exactly what it's like. But um, yeah, we're kind of happy when we see Broncos losing and Lions off to a bit of a bad start. So knowing. <laughs> Market some people to a game for once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Harry, what are you? What have you been getting up to in your spare time? I suppose. Like, what do you do outside of playing and training? I feel like that would take up a fair chunk of your time, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. I'm a I'm a bit of a boring person. I'm pretty much just train or watch TV shows and just wait to have a few beers after the game. That's about my my routine. So yeah, well, that's not that's a bad a routine. Trio. Yeah, that's a great yeah. trio of activities. Yeah, I'd be up with that. <laughs> Yeah, so it's been a bit of a long day today after a few beers yesterday, but I watched about 20, 20 TV shows, so it wasn't bad at all. Okay, all right. And um, Harry, I don't want you to have to talk about it for too long, but your, your coach for the Reds, Brad Thorne, his professional career went for 21 years. I don't know if you're aware of that, but across <laughs> NRL and obviously yeah, rugby union as well. He retired when he was 41 years of age. I was just oh, wondering, do you, does he make you do, because I know he was quite big into like his – his yoga uh, and things like that to make sure that his body was like kept up to scratch. Mm. Does, he, does he get you doing some weird stuff like that? Um, yeah, he's he's a different specimen, Thorny. Even today, I think he's 46, 7, and he's probably the top three strongest in the gym, and he um, definitely lets us know about that. But um, <laughs> I think when he first started coaching, he was real hands on and like actually yeah, doing a few yoga sessions and pretty much doing all the gym. But now he uh, doesn't do as much, but he's always stretching in front of us in some ridiculous positions, which I don't know how a man the size of him can be in it, but yeah, <laughs> he's built different thorny. The Reds could make some, literally just make some budget cuts and just go Brad Thorne as coach, strength and conditioning coach, yoga, <laughs> mindset, mental health. Do everything. Yeah, I reckon he'd want that too. So <laughs> don't give him any ideas. <laughs> Yeah, he was so impressive during his playing days, wasn't he? And he actually he was one of those guys who played a bit of league and union. Um, is, has that ever have you ever played a bit of league, Harry? I know you're a South Sydney Rabbits fan, I believe. Um, as, as did you ever play any rugby league, or would there ever be any thought in the future of playing rugby league? Maybe. Um, no, I didn't really play much in juniors because I guess it was pretty much just rugby and cricket when I was younger. But um, yeah, I had uh, Rabbitoh supporter, so I definitely never ever rule out. Um, playing some NRL, but I'd definitely only be for the mighty red and green. But um, <laughs> no, no, lo- loving my rugby. So just prefer to watch on TV. It's too tough for me. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, and where, where, did, that, uh, where did that come from, the South Sydney supporter? Where did that come from? It's just the classic uh, dad gong for him and just brainwashing his kids. So <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> we've um, all, me and my two brothers, Sam and Will, yeah, we're just always got the kit year in, year out. And yeah, and this is a big year for him too, I reckon, going the whole way. Yeah, they've been unbelievable, haven't they? Yeah. Um, and I, I was going to ask, I feel like every time I speak to someone who froths over rugby union, they like hate rugby league. Like it's just a, like they just consider it like a bit of a bogan sport and they, they don't really get around it. But you seem to obviously enjoy both. Is that, Have you got any, any theories there or a preference either way? <laughs> yeah, no. Well, I reckon it's more rugby league people hate rugby players. But um, okay. no, we're, yeah, we're, we're all, uh, we all love our league, so... We do love watching uh, Broncos go bad because not only does go for them, but gotcha. um, no, no, I love my rugby league. Perfect. And um, Harry, if we go back to like even before those junior days, uh, the earliest earliest memories you have, you were born in Tamworth, New South Wales. Is that correct? It's always worth checking because the internet stitches us up massively there. Uh, 
Yeah, yeah, well, I was born there, but yeah, raised in Canada. I think just a better hospital there. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect, awesome. And then, at which age did you end up sort of making the move to Queensland? Because obviously, my, all of your schooling and stuff was done then, wasn't it? Yeah. So in 2010, so when I was uh, 11 years old. I was when we we made the move to uh, Sam, the older brother, wanted to uh, go to boarding school in Sydney, but couldn't afford that. So we thought next best option move to Brizzy, a bit cheaper school fees here, believe it or not. So. Really? Um, yeah, that, that was the reason we moved here. With your uh, rugby, I've seen seen you play a fair bit, and and oh, I always see you wear that red headgear. Uh, is there a reason behind the red headgear, or is that is uh, is it because it goes faster, or is, is it something you'll always wear? Do you think a red headgear? Um, yeah, it's something I definitely always will wear. I started wearing it because uh, I went to Terrace, and obviously our jerseys were red. And and in my head, I wasn't, I didn't rate myself much as a football player before I started wearing it. So it's kind of like a bit of a lucky charm now. <laughs> I had my first one for about four years because I didn't want to ever let it go. But since then, I've started to uh, think, think a bit more about my uh, a bit bit cleaner. So I have to rotate through the headgears now. <laughs> That's what we actually because Harry, we were having this discussion before we got you on the phone just about like where the red gear, the red gear, the red headgear might have uh, come from, and uh, and we like looked at a YouTube video. So someone's created like a, a Harry Wilson GPS terrace highlights video package that literally goes for about 48 minutes actually it was <laughs> some serious viewing uh, i'm not sure if you made that yourself or if you've got someone on the payroll but uh, we, we sort of thought, on the payroll yeah that's right we sort of thought that that's where it came from like oh maybe he just wears the red head gear because he played yeah. for terrace now he's playing for the reds even though they're maroon kind of works yeah. but then we obviously saw your australian highlights too and we're like oh no nah, he actually just backs in the red head gear whenever <laughs> Yeah, no, I couldn't. Um, a lot of people do do that, change their headgear for whatever team they um, whatever team they play. But I'd probably have to buy my own headgear, so I'm not going to waste money on it. <laughs> um, and mate, sorry to sorry to backtrack a little bit, but but back to the whole the whole Tamworth thing. Do you, you've sort of always been considered like, have you always considered yourself a bit of a, a country boy, or, or now that you've you've spent most of your time in in Brisbane, how do you how do you sort of sit on that debate? Um, yeah, it depends who I'm talking to, but yeah, definitely <laughs> try and act like I'm a country boy. A okay. few of the uh. Reds boys who are born and bred in the city think they're they're well and truly country. So when I'm around them, I make sure I let them know about my ten years ten years in the country. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> well played. It's so funny how that's always like a debate. Like in our in our cricket games, we always split any of our pre-game like warm-ups are always split into <laughs> city versus country, and oh, everyone yeah. like wants to claim themselves as country. Ever like I was born in Cairns, so I think we moved down when I was two. Country did you get? Yeah. Like when um in our gym sessions, whenever Manus or Jimmy Pearson have have control of the music at the gym, it's always country music. But whenever it's pretty much anyone else, it's a bit upbeat, new new sort of style music, pop music or whatever it is. Um what, what happens if you're in charge of the music in the Reds gym? What's um what type what type of music are you putting on? Um firstly I they'll never ever let me uh have that responsibility, but um, it would probably be a bit of Justin Bieber. But Hamish Stewart is the um, music guy on our team, and he's he's full country. He still lives there, goes back there every weekend. So we hear a few country beats there, but he's um he goes for a bit of everything too. So we, it's a big change up. I'm with you, Harry. I'll be backing in the new Justin Bieber album. It's a belter. <laughs> oh, how good is it? That's what I'm listening to, just on repeat. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, good. I don't like, I never really wanted to like Justin Bieber. He just keeps putting out banger after banger. You have to get on board. You yeah. can't fight it. Yeah, at some point. The exact inevitable. same as me. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. And Harry, you, I understand you, you did a bit of captaincy for Terrace in cricket. Is that is that right? 
Yeah, yeah, it was a good old uh, yeah first cricket captain it for two years. So yeah, okay. we're going to talk a bit about your cricket actually, Harry. That'll probably take yeah. up more of the time than the rugby. Yeah, yeah. But I, I just want to start. This is my favourite topic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, excellent. All right, so we'll get to that in more detail. But I just want to start with: Do you see yourself ever like becoming a captain in, in a rugby side? Are you, are you sort of in the big time? Um, I oh, definitely, definitely not for at least a fair few years. I um. Uh, yeah, no, probably not actually. Um, okay. There's a lot of people who enjoy those responsibilities, but I kind of just prefer taking a piss with a few of my mates and yeah. not sure if that will change with age, but yeah, definitely not probably for the next five years. Okay. Also, the fact that they don't even let you pick a song in the music, mm, it's probably yes. not a great credit yeah, yeah. to your leadership. Yeah, <laughs> the way you but, say it as a leader. But yeah. more importantly, I am gym captain, so oh, okay. that's, um, it's a pretty big honour actually, so Okay. I kind of think I'm higher than our team captain, but yeah, not many of the boys always think so. Well, some would say that is more important, wouldn't they? Oh, exactly. There's a lot of people who live in the gym, and I can't say I'm one of them, but I bring a bit of energy when I'm in there. Okay. No. What, what, what does that in, involve? Well, yeah, how, how do you I get that? You were ask that? How do you get that title? Like, are you lifting the heaviest weights or something? Is that what it is? What does the gym how? captain actually do? Yeah. How? Um, I kind of gave it to myself. Okay. Right. Myself and nice. uh, the. The S and C kind of got around it, so I'm definitely not the strongest. I'm not the weakest, but um, if the boys are down, I'll get some pre workout and all of them, and I'll get them up, and we'll, we'll be lifting heavy. Okay, it's, I like it. It sounds a lot like when we get people at cricket designate themselves as social captain. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, yeah. Nah, boys, I'm the social captain for this year, which literally just means that they want to consume the most beers. Yes. <laughs> There's no bigger honour than any of those captaincy. So yeah, that. <laughs> I think that's what it's all about. <laughs> so that's where your aspirations lay. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> now, um, Harry, just to ask one, one slightly serious question, because this is, this is pretty impressive, I thought. So you went from playing club footy for brothers to playing for the Wallabies literally in the space of two years, um, which is a fairly rapid rise, I would have thought. Can you, can you talk us through just like how that happened, if, if that exceeded your goals and expectations, or if, you know, like did it um, come from nowhere? Yeah, well, I guess, yeah, 2019, I just pretty much played Oz 20s and then just the full season for brothers. And, um, like, yeah, I played some pretty good footy there. But I guess my main goal for 2020 was just really make my uh, Reds debut. And, um, yeah, it was pr- pretty weird how it happened, I guess. Just I debuted round one, played some pretty good footy and then just was in was in form for the next five, six games. And then kind of all, I guess, all my expectations, everything had to be lifted. And, I, and um, yeah, by the end of the year, it was like enough to be picked in Wallabies and, I cannot say I was, uh, yeah, planned on that or you can't, kind of just went along with it, I guess, in sport and so weird things happen and I guess, yeah, it's just like when you're in form, you got to capitalise on it and last year I was playing some good footy so, um, no, it was just, it was, I guess it was a real honour to be able to, I guess, play for Australia by the end of the year. Yeah, it shouldn't be too much of a surprise, that rapid progression, because when you seem to do things, you do them at a pretty quick rate. I think uh, I think you held the record. I don't know if you might you might still do. You probably do for the uh, fastest first 1,100 in GPS cricket. Uh, yeah, I still do. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Um, I guess, yeah, by, by grade 12, um, I, I was pretty f- f- uh, family folks on footy, so I started becoming a bit of a cowboy in cricket and, um, yeah, I didn't want to waste too many balls for the other batters, so the odd day would work for me. Yeah, oh, you may as well bully, bully him. Use that big frame of yours and, and, and bully, the, bully the young guys, may as well. How many balls was it off, Has? I was watching the video. This, uh, there's a video getting around of it. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's 35 balls. It's, it's pretty funny, that video. will pop up once a year on, I think, Raw, raw Sport, and then yeah. for about a good week, I'll be 
I'll be showing everybody I'm with, but uh, <laughs> I, I'll never ever live it down. That's for sure. And how? <laughs> what? What? What other sorts of cricket did you play? Because I, I thought, did you end up playing like grade cricket over at North for a bit, or, or how did you sort of toss up between cricket and footy at that at that time? Um, yeah, well, I played grade cricket the whole way through. I um, yeah. was mainly I always preferred cricket. I've always been a bit of a cricket uh, nuffy, and uh, just kind of played footy in the uh, winter. But then. When I was in grade 11, I was in the Queensland 17 squad for right. cricket, which yeah. I was like, oh, I was pretty keen for it to just go out there and try and whack a few. Yeah. But um, but then I got, it collided with uh, Oz Schoolboys rugby. So then I was kind of, when I was like, oh, I may as well go with the Australia over Queensland. So that was kind of when I made my decision then to focus on footy. But the the following year, I still, when I finished school, uh, I still played the first half for North, played mostly second grade. Okay. My uh, other claim to fame is, Played three games of first grade. My average is point three three. Nice. Yeah, so I got the got, got the one run off Paddy Dooley working for a single, and then got out to him. But uh, <laughs> followed by a golden duck and uh, run ran myself out for another duck. So. Oh, that was wow. when I okay. never want to play another game of cricket ever again. Well, that boosts my self-esteem because I haven't found many people with worse first-grade statistics than I've got. So oh, thanks you, for that. You just found one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I reckon I could have a record there um, <laughs> if anybody has a worse average. But, yeah, I'm uh, proud of it. Paddy Dooley plays quite a bit of rugby too. Did you ever square off against him in, in rugby? No, nah, I think I missed him by a year or two. But I remember watching him for grammar. He was um, – he was a yeah, really handy footy player in an absolutely terrible team. So, okay. Paul, Paul like had his work cut out for him. But yeah, he was a good footy player. Yeah, okay. and uh, but amongst you and your brothers, obviously, uh, there's a bit of cricket that's been played in that household. Where do you put yourself? Where are you ranking yourself? Number one, would you say, in terms of most talented cricketer? Uh, I reckon talent wise, I'd probably give myself one. But uh, okay, good. <laughs> hard hard work wise, it might go a little bit lower down. I think Sam. Uh, Sam and Will probably both get me there, yeah, but uh, definitely Sam. <laughs> yeah, he had a good year, actually, Sam. I spent, I cut up the Queensland Premier Cricket highlights. I was always cutting up late cuts from Sam Wilson. Huh? Yeah, yeah, late cuts, pick off the pads, nothing in front of square. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually what it was. <laughs> you probably have to be careful because uh, they might listen to this one once it's put out, but uh, but don't hold back on them because they might have given me a little bit of inside information on about a few things. Uh, apparently, apparently, your favourite cricketer I've heard is, is Max Bryant and you do anything you can to watch him. Whenever he plays, you'll, you'll watch him. And um, So I'm sort of starting to wonder whether – you were hoping that I did pretty poorly this year in the Big Bash just so that I'd get dropped in. <laughs> Do you want the honest answer? Or... No, um... <laughs> no, I was on you, mate. You clashed up when it mattered. So, so I, I changed my tune for you. But no, no, it was pretty funny. I've, I've watched all the Queensland 17s games back in the day when I was a bit younger and Max Bryant hit a few hundreds of not many balls. So since then, I've, I've followed his career like a bit of a weirdo and, He's um he's broken my heart a few times with Brisbane Heat, but anyway, I'll stay loyal. Still get behind him. Yeah, fair enough. Well, yeah, he, he seems to have a very similar playing style to you, doesn't he? Yeah. Go hard, Harry. I reckon you would have definitely been giving Hazlitt plenty when he was twelve <laughs> off nineteen. <laughs> yeah, I um I was a bit furious then, but uh, don't worry about it. He. Stayed in there and how good was that? Yeah. Came yeah, he's sort, well he's sort of said, There you go, Has. We've tracked down who one of those people was that was abusing you on Instagram. Yeah, <laughs> I actually got a few uh, different Twitter accounts too. So um, <laughs> you might see mine at the top and a few random names, but 
It's just being honest. <laughs> Half of those message requests were from you spraying me. Yeah, I did read. Um, I saw on your podcast list about reading a angry uh, Twitter Twitter comps or something. I might have to give that a listen after this because I think that'll be some good viewing. Yeah, that was actually yeah. good. That was yeah, yeah. that was quite intriguing. Some of the sprays that he was getting <laughs> mid innings yeah. there. And I was going to ask if you have you had anything similar like now that you're playing professional rugby. Like, do you get just rogue messages from people or like like about? We, there was a big article. Was it um, an NRL player who, who was getting sprayed about ruining someone's multi? Like, do you get that Brett sort of Morris, stuff in your Brett in your Morris inbox like these days? Um, I've got the odd negative message, but no, cricketers and NRL players get it so much worse. And I'm kind of wanting to get some multi uh, ruining <laughs> uh, messages, but no, I think just Josh Adekar gets some more. But yeah, um, right, yeah, yeah, no, I've been pretty lucky so far, but I'm sure they're not far away. Yeah, right. Very fair. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. It, was, it comes up on the podcast a bit, actually, Harry, just how how people feel that strongly about gambling that they feel that the player directly mm. needs to be messaged to go, mate, <laughs> you screwed up my $12 win. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing about them. They've all got $5 on them. Like, if you've got a few grand on it, fair enough, get into me. But like, don't be a wuss about it. Yeah, very fair. I've got some more inside information. A few of the uh, the Queensland Bulls players know you a bit from from school school stuff, playing in, against you in rugby or cricket or whatever it might have been, and they're a bit disgusted about your uh, your taste in beers and, and what your favourite beer is. They wanted to know um, how many twoies you got through on Christmas Day. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm I'm a big twoies new advocate, same as my whole family is, and I reckon over that little Christmas uh, period would have been yeah disgusting amount of twoies new sunk, but um. <laughs> I was I was with a few of your uh, Queensland Bulls mates at the uh, at Zai Snell's twenty first, and I was teaching Blake Edwards how to drink a few uh, to his new, and he was struggling. I was sure. We'll keep that in mind. Blake Edwards, one of the great people to have a beer with too. I, I didn't expect that he would struggle at drinking a beer. Yeah, no, he was. It was. Uh, I think he was unsharp in betting what happened to his new. So it was pretty funny while being at a party. Fair enough. <laughs> Tui's, that is, that is a bit bloody left field. I don't think I've ever nah. walked up to the bar and gone, yeah, I really feel like a Tui's new. I've come across many people that you'd go like, hey, mate, what's your favourite beer? Tui's new. Yeah. Really? Nah, uh, I don't think so. Yeah, interesting. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Um, and Harry, I wanted to ask, so we've obviously talked about how you, you played a fair bit of cricket, um, obviously rugby, and I think you've, you've dabbled with a few other sports as well. So I wanted to ask, have you noticed any sort of like differences in just uh, like general banter, I suppose, around the change room or any, any weird little change room activities? Like we've spoken before about how 
like getting nude and having a shower in the change room seems so normal in AFL, but not at our club cricket teams. Yeah. Have you noticed any of that sort of like anything weird like that across the coast that you've played? Um, oh, not really. I know in, in rugby it's pretty big to us, shower nude, I guess. The, okay. um, all, all the old blokes lead it, so he kind of has a, has a youngster in the team, like, shit, here we go. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Walking with a bit of confidence, but, um, yep. <laughs> but nah, um, I reckon, I reckon in the rugby change room, there's the chat at each other is always a pretty, pretty hardcore. Which I'm not sure if it's probably as bad in cricket from my experience there, but um, yeah, people love getting personal with each other, which is always pretty funny. Right. Okay. That's intriguing. Yeah, because well, we we've struggled to work it out because I'd love to do actually do like dedicate a proper week to just studying it because in like <laughs> it's just on the shower situation oh, yeah, okay. there's blokes in our cricket team that I've played with for four years I've never seen them naked mm-hmm. and then in and out when we play like footy obviously not at a great level but I don't think it would matter um, mm. we play AFL in the off season and it's just like literally you're singing the team song and blokes are naked already yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's going on here um, but then in Adelaide when I played cricket in Adelaide it was just like everyone showered yeah, everyone yeah. shared there as well. So maybe I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, we just just depends yet. on the legacy that's been left for you. I think. Yeah. Oh, that's exactly it. When in 2019 we had a few, few older boys before they left, and that's, that's you quickly learnt the ropes. And now all the um, yeah. So since then, everyone's the thing has been compulsory. It's probably compulsory for them too. But it's pretty funny how if the older blokes do it, yeah, yep, have to do it. Have to try and impress them. Yeah, <laughs> maybe rugby players just have great body image as well, Harry. What was that, sorry? Maybe rugby players just have great body image as well, whereas cricketers think that they've got horrendous rigs. (laughs) Yeah, just a lot of self-confidence in in ourselves. (laughs) That's right. Um, Harry, I I wanted to tell you a story and see if if you can relate to it. Um, This doesn't really relate too much to what we've been talking about, but during COVID a while back, I uh, organised to have a hit with Mitch down at the local nets and there was a rule where you could only exercise with two people, one other person at any one time. And um, so I went down to the nets waiting for Mitch and Mitch was late and Mitch is never late and I was wondering where he was. And then about 15, 20 minutes later, Mitch rocked up and um, and then Lee got out of the car as well. And so then I knew why why he was late because Lee was with him. Yeah, Lee, um, Lee is but, always uh, late. That, that has been a common theme of Lee being late all the time. And, and I, I blew up at Lee too because it was breaking the rules because we were only allowed to exercise with one other person and Lee was the, the second person. And um, Lee's like, well, that's not a rule. That's not, that, that can't be a rule. And I said, yeah, that's definitely the rule. And so um, Lee, Lee wasn't too happy about that, but I think he decided to go home. But uh, I was wondering if there's anyone in your squad that is, is known for being late um, or, and gets in trouble for being late to team meetings or trainings or anything like that. Um, yeah, I guess there's always there's always a few in few in every team. Um, I guess uh, Amy Stewart's a bit of one. He's um, I just even at trainees, he's never there early, but he'll mostly try and get there on time. But but out of out of footy, you you organise something with him, and you, you rock up two minutes away. You're like, oh, sorry, mate, busy, and that's all he says. And then you're like, oh, okay, <laughs> <laughs> just uh, can't can't trust him at all. And um, but he at least he um. It would be good even if it was just late, but um, no, just the cancelling on me is what hurts me the most. Ooh. Yeah, that yeah, is right. so much. See, I would never do that. I might keep people waiting for 45 minutes, but I'll never no, cancel. Yeah, much better. 
<laughs> what about um? This is going back a little while, probably uh, maybe six months ago or so. We were in some segment on our on our show about the tightest of all time eleven, um, and oh, yeah. so we were getting nominations for like who's who's the tightest bloke that you know in your team or whatever. And has <laughs> got heaps of nominations for us. Apparently, he's oh, always wow. like he's always stealing those little shampoo <laughs> bottles and stuff when he's on tour and whatnot. <laughs> have, you, have you got anyone that sort of springs to mind for that sort of award? Uh, yeah, I've got two two oh, here. Yeah, um, good. Because this really frustrates me. Uh, first one will go Jock Campbell. Uh, end of 2019, we're on a tour in Fiji, and uh, there's four of us: yeah. myself, Harry Hawkins, Tate McDermott, and him. And um, we just had had the bill. Oh, we just had enjoyed ourselves for three, four days. Me and Hocko were probably the only ones who were really drinking. But the whole time, Jock Campbell had on his notes, counted everything, every drink we had, oh. every bit of food we had. So at the end of it, he split it uh, the way which. So me and Hocker had ridiculous bills, and then Tate and him had all these mini bills, and we're like, come on, mate. Oh, wow. That stinks. Yeah. Sorry. And, uh, it really questioned, makes me question my friendship with him. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> and the other one's Liam Wright, our captain. He is an accountant, and he is an accountant when you're having a few beers too. Yeah. <laughs> he okay. uh, definitely won't go out of his way to shout you, but he'll just go up, get his own beer, uh, he'll, he'll never just if you go down and get some sushi, you'll never never shout. You'll never get your coffee in the morning. It um, yeah, does my head in. So, yeah, those two are. This has been a bit of built up anger for me over a long time. So I'm happy to actually get it out of. Yeah, 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 yeah. You had those ones just ready to roll yeah, off we, the tongue. Yeah. Yeah. It was like it was pre-planned. Yeah. <laughs> well, we actually uh, we had uh, Harry Grant on the on the podcast, and he taught us like a, he was calling. He gave Hazlitt a new nickname of Whisper. Because he never shouts, <laughs> so we've run with that ever since. We thought that yeah, was awesome. That's good. Uh, but I, actually, that leads me, Harry, to the next point. I, I talked about the YouTube videos that you've got up there. Uh, you know that people have made for you. Uh, <laughs> and I was trawling through some of that footage, and I don't know who's made this, but they've they've given you a nickname as well. I'm, I'm sure you've got other nicknames, but this one I thought was pretty impressive. So the video that I'm speaking about it goes for four minutes, and it's titled "Harry Wilson Highlights." In brackets, the offload prints. Oh, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> yeah, wow. <laughs> the, the offload prints, is that one that you get quite often at training? Uh, no, no, that one has definitely not stuck. And um, I don't think the coaches would be calling me the offload prints. Maybe uh, the offload dropping the ball or something like that. A bit better. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, that definitely is not stuck. There's no better. There's actually no better feeling than when you're the one that creates a nickname that you can get to stick. I find if you just commit for like a week, if you just commit to, regardless of how, (laughs) regardless of how abrasive people are about it, like people go, nah, nah, it's not good, it's not good. But if you commit for a week, people get on board. I reckon. Okay. Very Very good. Have you had any? Like, what are your nicknames around the group that have stuck for you, mate? Um, oh, there, there was one, oh, there was classic Will Sell, blah, blah, yeah. that. But yeah. um, one which has stuck since, I reckon, 2013 is uh, Huss. What? After the great Michael Hussey. Oh, really? Because um, just because uh, I think Jack Presswich was staying at, at our house at the time and I just kept them to call, uh, talking about cricket. <laughs> so he's just like, you're Mr. Cricket and Huss. And since then... I reckon there's about 50 people, just all my brother's mates, and now a few of my mates are finally jumping on, and yeah, it's just Huss. Okay. So it hasn't gone in the rugby circles, but around, yeah, just all my uh, normal mates outside of 40, yeah, it's Huss, so it's quite a different different one. That's actually not a bad nickname. That's good, yeah. You're happy to, you're happy to cop that, I reckon. Oh, yeah. Well, from one of the greats, Michael Hussey, I, um, 
I, I nearly wanted to try and give it to myself, try and spread it around. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a good one. It does, it does fit well because a lot of people have said that that's, uh, that's what you love. You love your cricket just as much as your rugby, if not more. But um, what I, I wanted to know, did you get stung in any sort of way when you did get picked in that Wallaby side for the first time? I know whenever anyone in our heat or, or bull squad gets picked for higher honours, they always get fined massively in the next fine meeting. They, get, they nearly lose all their extra earnings they would have earned for that first match payment because... Um, because the boys sting him. Oh, were, your, were your boys kind to you or did you get stung? Um, yeah, well, I was actually pretty lucky there. I got uh, – no, I didn't, didn't get stung at all. But I think a few few weeks later in our little little court meeting, I got the uh, the honour of ringing, ringing up our assistant coach, asking about uh, leadership roles for the for the following year. That um, that one definitely was a very very awkward conversation, which um I think they copied it from the British Irish Lions team from I think 2013 or something. But I was lucky because Teniela Tupo had to ring up Brad Thorne the week before and ask about team captain, <laughs> and you know, on loudspeaker in front of the whole the whole team. So. That's um, I reckon as worse as it gets. I prefer to pay any uh, yeah. any amount of money than having to talk to the coaches about captaincy in front of everyone. <laughs> yeah, that's oh. right. So you guys do in your fines meeting. It's not just financial. It can actually just be like embarrassing, like things that yeah. you have to do. Yeah, no, you'll see the odd terrible Instagram post of shirtless or or uh, the, the, you can always have the buyout too. So. A lot of the big dogs always just just pay get the buy out, but okay. all of the younger boys just have to have to go through a bit of pain. That's a fantastic system. Yeah, we, that's a good initiative. We've done that. We did that in like at a cricket club in Adelaide as well, where you would roll like whoever was worst on ground throughout the day would roll the dice at the end of the day, and every number like between one and well between two and twelve equated to like a punishment. And so yep. one of them was like a nude net. <laughs> one of them, <laughs> one of them was sing the national anthem at the next presentation night. Like they were pretty, they were pretty loose, and it was the same sort of thing. Like, but everyone, because every, everyone was such tight asses, no one had a full time job and stuff. That everyone would end up doing it. I had to do two nude nets. It was the scariest thing. In my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that, they're they're the best. I can doing it that way because that that's how we do it too. Because obviously you can land, uh, you can roll on money, but yeah, all the other ones are. That nude net's a really good idea too for uh, if I can put that into a rugby type of way. But yeah, yeah thanks yeah. for that. No, no worries, man. Get that on, yeah. get that on board. Although you wouldn't want to be the bloke <laughs> tackling the nude. Oh, the nude player. Yeah, but oh, so get around it. No, uh, uh, all right, I got <laughs> get your head in the right position. <laughs> yeah, small target. Um, <laughs> Um, now, Harry, just to wind up, mate. In terms of uh, in terms of goals and ambitions for your, your next, you know, your next few games or your next couple of years, what's uh, what's left in store for season two thousand twenty one for you, mate? Um, yeah, well, I definitely want to try and win this this super super AU. Obviously, we're in a good good uh, position at the moment, so just got to. Uh, I reckon we'll probably verse Brumbies Brumbies in the final. So we've got to find a way to beat them because they're they're a bloody good team, and then. And then uh, if COVID isn't going to ruin it, everything again, we, we've got a super trans-Tasman comp too, which is just a round robin against New Zealand team. Yeah. So that, that'll be pretty good because obviously we're, we're kind of getting sick of versing, versing each other. So it'll be good to verse the Kiwis again. So and I think as a Reds team, we'll have a pretty good shot there. We've got a pretty strong team. So um, that'll be exciting. So try and get some silverware there. And, yeah. And, um, I guess to finish off, I'd love to play for the Wallabies again, try and get the, the Bledisloe home after 20 odd years. Absolutely. Yeah, right. yeah we sort of forget yeah. that because you've literally, like, with this COVID period, you've gone from genuinely playing, like, doing South Africa tours and uh, there was a Japan team in there. So you had, like, plenty of teams to play against and now it's literally just 
you guys playing against each other, all Australian teams playing against each other. Yeah, it's the biggest. It's so obviously I only did it for half a year last year, but it was pretty cool. We've got to go on a South Africa tour, which is amazing. <laughs> go there for two weeks and enjoy yourself. And but now you just yeah, versing each other uh, week in week out here, which is I guess guess gets a bit same old. So we we pretty cool. That, yeah, versus some New Zealand teams again, and yeah, just to, I guess the way it used to be. Yeah, exactly. And Harry, just to uh, just to finish too, there's a, there's a couple of left field uh, goal setting ideas I've got for you here. <laughs> just, just a uh, couple of famous celebrities that also have the last name of Wilson. Um, there's been some, there's been some sort of lists uh, put out over the last couple of days, which, you, which may, well, they probably won't interest you actually. But we'll go anyway. So Owen Wilson is ranked. Uh, he was ranked yesterday number 148 out of 269 of the most trustworthy celebrities. I'm not sure what your initial <laughs> reaction to that is. <laughs> Pretty, pretty happy with that for Owen. <laughs> yeah, good on him. Wait, so that whatever you just said, that ridiculous statistic makes him the most famous Wilson, is that? Uh, apparently, yeah. yeah he's okay. the number one most famous. Yeah, good on him. Last name of Wilson. And then number two is Rebel Wilson, uh, who was ranked yesterday number 176 of 199. So that's quite a low ranking oh, yeah. of the women you would most want to have a beer with. Ah, that's a bit disappointing. Yeah, yeah. that's letting the, letting the name down. I would have had it higher than that. To yeah. be fair, I wonder if she's drinking a Tui's new. Or... <laughs> well, <laughs> she, yeah. she'd be in top ten if I was. Yeah. She <laughs> must be drinking some ciders or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she would have been drinking something very ordinary. Obviously, that's why she's gone so late. Yeah, I'm pretty okay. sure number one in that list would have had a Tui's new actually. Yeah. Yeah, perfect. All right. Thank you so much for your time, Harry. Obviously, all the best for the rest of the season as well. Uh, we look forward to watching, mate, and, and hope to see you obviously winning um, winning that Super Rugby competition and then playing for the Wallabies as well in your red headgear. That'll be great. Yeah, thanks. Cheers. Been fantastic, mate. And if you ever are struggling for things to do in the off-season and obviously uh, and you want to make the club switch from Norse, then Redlands Tigers <laughs> will have you. Uh, obviously, there's a swashbuckling opening left-hander, particularly in 2020 cricket by the sound. <laughs> Yeah, no, well, North did just build a new clubhouse, oh, so yeah. uh, oh, I think, think think that's got me sold for a few more years, yeah, bit of aircon right. in there. Yeah, that's a great that's point, tough to actually. With. Yeah. If you've sat it out, if you've sat it out in those bloody dunger change rooms that they've had for oh. us, <laughs> then, then you definitely want to stick it out for the upgrade. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The, they're, they're too good there now, and they, they do have tools new behind the bar, so... Oh, yeah. That, yeah. that yeah. might be the other thing which Redlands don't have on them. Yeah, yeah we're no, struggling. We're but just um, I will Northern. be telling the club that you said you'll think about it, mate, just so I sound better. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, and that reaches the end of our Harry Wilson chat. Great man he was. He was fantastic to chat to, actually, Skin, wasn't he? He was, yeah. I enjoyed that. Very funny. You really saved me with the Tui's new thing at the end. I think that was a stinker. Oh, my Lord. That that could have gone so poorly. (laughs) You're very welcome. I was very happy that he actually got around that. Uh, Mainly thanks to the... Bringing in Tui's new, I feel like that was a real passion of his. Yeah, game changer. Fine with that. Now, guys, we would absolutely love to hear from you. We'd love you to get in touch with us at the We Got The Chocolates podcast. Uh, and how can people do that, Skin? Uh, best way is just through the website, wegotthechocolates.com.au. If you jump on there, you'll find links to all our social media and you'll find plenty of forms as well where you can sort of get in touch with us, send us an email, submit, submit a form. Perfect. The other way that you have is by leaving us a rating and a review wherever you choose to listen to your podcast. Obviously, Apple Podcasts allows you to write reviews there. We've had some unbelievable ones that we usually read out on the podcast, uh, which generally spray us, actually. So feel free to do that as well. Just make sure it's a five-star rating. That'll be very helpful. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. And that same website that Mitch mentioned, 
We're on chocolates.com.au. That has got our merchandise available as well, which is also on the shop on our Instagram page. Yes, yes. If you wouldn't mind supporting us by purchasing some of that, that would help a great deal. That would help massively. Uh, the other thing is you can also tag us, as we mentioned, in your winning moments where you've got the chocolates personally or with a team. Tag us in that on Instagram and we'll feature them in our story highlights as well. We look forward to seeing those. They make our day. Correct. We haven't won anything this year, so yeah, no. <laughs> it'd be great, be great to be year. involved with some people that have. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. Um, and I mentioned at the, the start of the show that has us down in Sydney. He's been obviously using the Alchemy Cordials Golden Turmeric Elixir, but plenty of other cordials as well. I've had, like, I think there's a, a lemon and mango one or something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I also uh, got around a, uh, the coffee syrup today as well, so added, okay. the, added the white chocolate into my flat white. Made it a flat white white chocolate. Wow. Outstanding. Okay. Would recommend. All right. Yeah. So get around those and that's just at their website, alchemycordial.com.au. And if you get to the checkout, you can just use the code WGTC10 for 10% off. Perfect. Now, guys, that is definitely all we have time for. We thank you so much for listening. Again, we'll be back with you at the exact same time next Thursday. Best mm-hmm. wishes in the future and in the fours. Thank you very much. Stops. Stops. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code Buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.